Blog Talk Radio. And we have him slated for February 9. 
And following Anthony on February 16, we have Marion Julia Hedger, who is a psychic medium. So hang in there, people, and um, we will be having these shows coming up soon. Uh, let's see. What else? I'm losing myself here. Okay, if you want more information on myself, go to www.readingswithrose.com. And if you'd like more information on Winterbrook, go to www.winterbrookmedium.com. Now, Winterbrook is a very busy lady. And Winterbrook, <laughs> what are your next upcoming events? I got them all written down this time. Um, Yay! Okay. So... Actually, next Wednesday, for any of the listeners who are located near my office in Northport on Long Island, I'm starting another series of psychic mediumship development classes. Um, I have about 12 people signed up, which is a nice-sized group, but I could accommodate one or two more. So if anyone would like to join um, and take the classes, give me, uh, drop me an email. Then for as far as uh, public events, uh, I am back at the Voice of the Soul Healing in Old F. Page doing an evening of spirit communication at the end of the month on January 31st, but I believe it's sold out. Uh, February, I have the Westbury uh, Library coming up, and um, that, I believe, is around the 13th. I forgot to write the date down. <laughs> March, I'm going to be down in Jacksonville, Florida, demonstrating, uh, doing some gallery demonstrations of mediumship in a place called Cypress Village, and I'll be what at the Willis Center. What is the date that you're in March, Winterbrook? I mean, uh, what March, <laughs> or February 13th, I was correct. Oh, God, my memory. Uh, I'm at Westbury Memorial Public Library. That's by you, dear. Hopefully you'll make it that night. And, Hopefully I'll um, make it. The date that you're going to be down in Florida, what are those dates? March 8th. I'm going to be there from the 7th to the 12th. I'll be demonstrating on Wednesday evening the 8th and Friday evening the 10th and then doing private readings uh, in between there. <laughs> okay. Right, and so in February... April, <clears throat> April I'll be at Williston Park Library on April 4th and then um, I'll be doing Meet the Psychics which is a great event. Uh, it's myself and four other psychic mediums, um, and we're basically working for two and a half hours. I'm exhausted the next day. Uh, the, you you kind of go to the Eyes of Learning in Hicksville. They'll have five areas where you can sit. You pick one of those, and then each of the um, mediums spends about 25 minutes with each group. So we are working about two and a half hours. You guys get to witness five different professionals working, um, and it's a really great night. And, of course, the Eyes of Learning is a not-for-profit metaphysical learning community, so it's all good stuff. And then an, that, that uh, is last... a great event. If you guys can get there, uh, I really strongly suggest that you get there because uh, I've been going for years basically to support my colleagues. And... Um, it's wonderful. So you owe it to yourself to get there, and it's not expensive either. So um, no, it's fifteen dollars for non-members, ten dollars if you are a member of Eyes of Learning, and I think it's only like twenty or thirty dollars to be it annually. It's to cover the postage and things like that. They also give away high school scholarships to the local high school kids, so they do good work and they they support some animal charities. Um, and then last but not least to mention, oh, uh, for any of you that are near Northport on Long Island, once a month um, I hold a spiritualist worship service. Uh, so we had to postpone our January service. That happens to be this Sunday at 6.30 p.m. If you're interested, it's, it's uh, all is welcome. And then, of course, uh, going forward, it's generally the first Sunday of the month, unless, of course, we have a snowstorm like we did last weekend. So those are my events for the next few months. I have more, but then we're really going far far out. I can tell you about those later. <laughs> yeah, no, I think we could stop at April now. And, and most people's memories don't last that long anyway. Check They're so, on my calendar, so. Yeah, visit our website and go to the calendar, and they're all there. Okay, so tonight we are talking about space clearing. So... There are various ways to do space clearing. A lot of people who
who are familiar with feng shui know very well what space clearing is. And um, a lot of people just have their own rituals that they do, they, they've been doing um, without the feng shui uh, influence to clear space. So one of the easiest ways to clear your space, especially if you live in a large city, is open your doors and windows in as many rooms as you can. This lets in sunlight and fresh air and allows not only the air to circulate around the house, but the energy. And if you can't open the windows, just open the curtains or pull up the blinds. And just an hour of this is enough to make a huge difference energetically in energetically clearing your space, especially when you set the intention for the energy in your home or your office or whatever place you're in to be cleansed and elevated by opening the windows and letting light and sunshine in. Another way is get rid of clutter, and that's touched on in the feng shui version. Get rid of clutter. Try and keep your house as minimally full of stuff as possible because if you if your space feels off to you because you have trash and dishes and boxes and things lying around, you're going to notice when you remove those things, you will notice a shift right away. Even as far as if you have tables and shelves, are they full of things? Are they corner to corner, front to back, totally full of stuff? Consider eliminating this. A good general rule is no more than three things on any one surface. When you eliminate physical clutter, you're making it that much easier to clear out energetic clutter, stagnant energy and negativity in any form. Cool. Sure, go ahead. Because some of our listeners might be in the same boat that I paddle and have kids living at home, okay, and teenagers. Or I've heard from some of my friends, they have very messy husbands. So sometimes it's kind of hard uh, to get the other people in your household, especially if you have teenagers, to keep their surrounding areas, let alone the common areas, free from clutter. Um, and actually, when you have teenagers, they also tend to bring in lots of angst energy because, you know, it's hormonal, they're changing, they're emotional. So um, if you can't be on top of what uh, Rose is saying from circumstance, there's other ways you can also clear your space. Um, you can do the old-fashioned saging where you buy some sage and you burn it. I was it just going to get to that one. Yeah, that's a great one. I'm just going to throw in two, and then I'll let you go back, because I'm a big one. Now, the problem is, like, I can't sage my office. Why can't I sage my office? Because a lot of people have breathing issues. Um, you know, they cannot tolerate smoke, whether it's um, incense or certain incense I can't tolerate. Um, say I can tolerate sage, but a lot of people can't. So sometimes you really can't sage or use incense to clear. There's a really, and then sometimes we're not even talking about your home. I had to go to court today um, on a matter, and I used to do this when I practiced in court more often, in landlord-tenant court. Um, I had to go to the courthouse. Now, that's an area that there's a lot of angst energy. People are upset. They're scared. They're angry. So, you know, being a sensitive, I have to be aware of that. So what I do is I visualize Archangel Michael on top of whatever room, building, or maybe your office place, okay, because you can't bring sage to your office if you work in a cubicle, say, and just visualize him with a big shop vac, vacuuming all the negativity and stagnant energy out of whatever place you're going to be working in or entering in, and in its place, beautiful light, white white light coming in. Now, I've told that to people and they've come back to me and they said it worked because they've had a lot of stress um, in employment, particularly in job situations because, you know, you're not at liberty to burn sage or to rearrange things at jobs. And the um, just having the, sh- and the shop back visual, you just have to focus on that for about 10 seconds and it takes care of it. Archangel Michael is magnificent. So that's a really good one to use, especially if you don't have authority to do any of these other, uh, you know, things that you could do in your own home if you live there. Okay, I'll give it back to you. 
I have more, but I'll let you play. Another one that I read about today was salt. If you get one of those spray bottles, and what you want to do is take the bottle, fill it with water, and you want to put a few drops of salt. It could be sea salt, Celtic salt, Himalayan pink salt, whatever you like. Just put a little pinch of salt in the bottle and mix with the water, and then spray that in, your, in the rooms of your house. So this way, you're getting rid of the negative vibration because salt, same thing with like the Himalayan salt lamps, um, it diffuses the negative energy, and it helps to dissipate whatever negative energy is in the room. Um, you can also spray it and walk through the mist to cleanse your aura and just be careful with your clothes and your furniture. Um, another oh, version. That, that's like going to the ocean, right? Yep. That's rejuvenating yep. the aura. And then what I like to do is take a sea salt bath. That really cleanses I my aura, charges me up. <laughs> And, you know, if you can't get sea salt, you don't have sea salt on hand, regular Epsom salts work fine. So whatever oh, you're yeah, I buy those Hanes, uh, the Hanes sea salt, you know, the $1.19 that you would normally use for cooking. That works for a sea salt bath. You don't have to get expensive, perfumey sea salt. Um, unless, you know, unless you want to, that's fine, too. But you can just use common old cooking salt. Um, yes. That they sell it. Any salt too. Uh huh. Sometimes when I have them on on hand, I'll do some sea salt, Celtic sea salt, Himalayan sea salt, the good old Epsom salts, and make a a, a combo. And but any salt will do it for you. Um. Let's see. Another way: playing music. Playing music mm-hmm. is like. Sound is such transformational healing. Um, Using music to energetically cleanse a space can be as simple as playing music when it makes you feel good. And as music affects you, your energy will then replace stagnant energy in the room. It's like when you go around with your stick of sage and your feather and, and you're going through each room, well, you become the feather and the music becomes the sage and you could just dance through each room and whatever makes you feel good. So music is one way of doing that. And, you know, your guides, the angels, they like to see us happy. They like to see us in an uplifted, energetic, positively energetic mood. It helps. So um, we got the music, we got the salt, crystals. Crystals are high vibration raises. And they have a powerful effect on people and on the space surrounding them. Crystals can absorb the electromagnetic energy from your computer, television, mobile phone, and other devices. All you have to do is place a crystal nearby the device, and the electromagnetic energy doesn't have the chance to fill your home. Like, I have a big honking piece of tourmaline right next to my PC. And um oh, are you and they aren't limited Huh? Fluorite is, is very fluorite, good. I got that too. Okay. <laughs> I have a pyramid of fluorite and then I also have a sphere of obsidian on the other side. Um yeah, crystals are great and they aren't limited to just clearing. Placing crystals in strategic points around the home is a good thing to do to keep the vibration high. And it, you reminded me about um, going to court. When I had to go to court, I walked into court with crystals in my bra, crystals around my neck, whatever oil I would anoint myself with before going there. But you better be careful. You put something like hematite on them, one of those metal crystals. Uh, they're going to flag you walking through the, the detector. Yeah, no, 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 never. Thank God my knowledge of crystals. I, I knew what I could wear and what I couldn't, and, you know, no. Uh, but it was, it was uh, yeah, you got to, you know, be careful. Another thing is clean your entrances. Energy primarily gets into exterior avenues. So windows, doors, vents, pet doors, keeping these areas clean 
can go a long way in maintaining high energy. What you could do is fill a bucket with water, the juice of three to four lemons, and a cup of salt. And you can also add a quarter cup of white vinegar. And then clean. Scrub the doors, the knobs, the windows, whatever. And uh, just wipe it down. It doesn't have to be, my mother-in-law's just in clean level, but just a wipe down will do the trick. Um, move the furniture. Move the furnace, cool. Here's something, um, again, if you're not able to do this stuff physically, um, just lighting a candle and saying a prayer, setting an intention. Uh, for all the negative, anything uh, that's that is not uh, good and positive and uplifting uh, to be ba- banished from from your space. Right. Just make sure it's a white candle. You know, you don't want to light a black. Well, it, it's all about intention. You know, you can even. Yeah, is it color? I mean, blue one would be good because that's Archangel Michael's color. Um, it's all about intention. I think if you don't have a white candle, if you have a pink candle, light your pink candle. You're calling in the archangels, and um, you're taking back your space. You're you're banishing anything that's negative or not of the highest vibration. It's not welcome, and setting the intention to only allow that of the the energy of the, of the highest vibration so you know any I, I, any candle like color candle just because so somebody doesn't not try it because they don't have a white one right but See, I really we're, we're energy oh, don't we use are the black energy. one yeah well I don't know how many people have black candles but we are energy <clears throat> that's what we are and um, as such, uh, we can, as long as we strongly believe this, you know, re- release your doubt, um, we can, with our minds, clear, and I mean, I would suggest invoking the assistance of the archangels, since that's what they're here for, to assist us, or ask God, that's fine, or any of your ascended masters, uh, like the saints, Padre Pio, St. Francis, any of those um, Ascended Masters of St. Germain, if you call on them to assist you with your intent of clearing your space and you're doing this in um, dutiful prayer, as you, you know, uh, it will work as well. And I know when I light a candle, I can um, energetically feel the, the energy around the room just lighten. Because, I mean, your, your suggestions are wonderful. I just, looking at it, like, what if they can't move their furniture or they can't clean, you know, maybe they have a bad back, whatever. Um, there are other ways. Trust me, I can't, I can't do that. But the thing is, like, they say, you don't have to, like, clean like you're doing a spring cleaning. Just a little bit. Even if you take the salt water or whatever and, like, just swipe it around the doorway. Anybody could do that, you know. Okay. It doesn't have to be perfect or, you know, perfect cleaning, just get the, you know, the the material or whatever you want to call it on the object or just get it there so that, you know, you can start clearing. And use whichever one works better for you or that you can do easily, that you're not dependent on, you know, you want to take your physical limitations into consideration. So like the moving of the furniture, my godfather used to make me do that Twice a year. It's like uh, in the beginning of the year and then like in the middle of the year, move it. His, his well, energetically, that's part of a feng shui technique and it's also part of a spiritual technique. But he also said, you know, people come visit your house and they see the furniture placement. And if anybody wants to get in or remotely view or remotely situate themselves in your home, uh, you're going to know the layout, which is going to make it that much easier. When you switch it, if anybody wanted to send you anything that's not of a great nature, they wouldn't be able to do it because they, they'd be sending to the old layout, so to speak, not to the new. So that's that whole thing. Um, you want to and right here and grab a call? The white light, that's perfect. 
absolutely perfect. Okay, let's see what do we have. All right, we got people in the chat room. Uh, okay, they have no questions. They're sitting, pre, you know, pretty. People in the chat room, just so you know, if you have a question, type it out. Give me the question, and we will answer you on the air. So that's one way. And we have callers, so let's see who is calling here. 805, you're on the air with Winter Brook and Rose. Hi, Donna, how are you? California. Hi, Donna, thanks for calling. Great, how are you? I'm good, thank you. Hi, Donna. yeah, I want to know what you were picking up on two things. Uh, one is I'd like to be in a relationship, and the other one is I'm looking for part-time work as companion to, or taking care of someone. So these are the two things I'm kind of centered on. All right, the part-time work, you're looking to be a caretaker? Yes, I do it one day a week now. Okay, sometimes on my end, um, it's not so clear the reception. That's why I just wanted to double-check what you just said. Oh, yes. Yes. Okay, cool. So, um, Rose, you want to take the first part, the relationship question, since you're the relationship psychic? Oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to run for that part-time work question. (laughs) Okay, Uh, well, I I will take the relationship, but I'm going to throw it back to you, Winterbrook, now for the part-time work because Spirit said she has to get her work and finances in order before the relationship comes forward. So okay. how soon do you so start getting more work? Okay, Donna, where are you advertising? It's not that, Rebel, and I have income coming in. It's just that I would like to do something. Be Donna, where are you that. advertising? Be more productive. Um, I'm on uh, care.com. Okay. Uh, yeah. I don't want to work for me. Because I'm I'm getting the impression, um, they, for some reason I see you putting up flyers in like an institution. Oh, oh okay. I could do that if they allow it. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, check with any of the nursing homes. I don't know, you know, if you're licensed. We didn't go into that. Um, the other thing is um, I feel like you're going to get connections more going through. Do you ever do Facebook and, like, mom's groups or community groups? No, I'm not mom. You might want to think about that because, in other words, I feel that the kind of work you want where you're not going for a full-time, you're not going for a full-time, but you want to pick up an extra day here and there for a while you might get by word of mouth. Oh, okay. But the, when I say word of mouth, that doesn't mean you sit and wait for the call to come in. I feel like you're just grassroots, hanging up a flyer here and there locally um, because you you want to find something local. You don't want to be traveling two hours to the patient, right? Right. Yeah, so that's what I'm kind of getting the feel for. Okay. All right. Great. Thank you. Especially any of the, do you have an adult home near you? Not necessarily a nursing home, but like one of those assisted living? Um, oh, there's many of them. Yeah. Yeah. With it, in other words, they may have, because you're looking for somebody that's in the community uh, but just needs some, some assistance with doing light stuff. You're not looking for bedridden care, right? No. Yeah, so that sometimes caretakers need respite care because they're going away for a weekend and the party's at home. That's kind of the impression. I just had a vision of you hanging up, as I said, a flyer in a place. Uh, okay. That's associated, you know, where they're going to have need for somebody, services that you're offering. And it's funny because I just saw her hanging up a flyer. Cause I see a lot of them here, but... Hanging up a flyer, supermarkets have bulletin boards where you might want to put up a flyer that has those little tags at the end, say take one, because not only people who need help with that or have a relative who need help, you're going to get maybe someone who has a friend and you'll be noticed more. Okay. All right, I'll do that. 
Yeah. Now, getting to the relationship and the love life, uh-huh. my guys are saying somewhere around midsummer, it seems like June, July is your time for love. Oh, good. Now, it's, you have not been in a relationship for a while, correct? Right. Okay. Because they said, you know, there's no need to get rid of what you had because you haven't had in a while. So you're actually what the the saying they're saying here is she's clear to go. And so it's like you're a plane and they're clearing you for takeoff. And that takeoff time is going to come sometime around June. It could come, you know, in April or May, but it feels more like June, July. Oh, okay. Oh, that sounds but good. But your That's runway okay. is open. Oh, good. Yeah. It's been uh, a while now, so good. Yeah. All right, this is going to be serious then, huh? Uh, I can't tell if it's going to go serious to commit it. That's up to you and the person you meet and how it goes. Yeah. Too many That's variables true. to call that one now, my dear. Yeah. Okay. All right. Oh, well, good. I'm excited. All right. Oh, oh, Donna, are you, do you go to church? I do. Okay. I think you should hang the um, flyer up at church where the people know you. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. It just came to me. That I heard somebody yeah, say, I think I heard your grandmother. Do you have a grandma in spirit? I do. Because I had a woman's. It was a woman's voice, and she said, tell her to hang it up in church. And I, she, this was a short woman when she was here on the earth plane. Yeah, yeah. And, pardon? She was short. She was short, your grandma, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Um, and I, I feel like she had a couple extra pounds on her. She wasn't skinny, skinny, but she wasn't obese, okay? Like maybe a size 11, size 12. Yes. Yeah. And, um, uh, okay, what else? Oh, oh, she could speak her mind when she needed to. Yeah. <laughs> okay? That was her personality. She said what she needed to say when it needed to be said. She didn't worry about um, what people, in other words, if she wanted to express an opinion, she wasn't worried that someone wouldn't like that. Mm-hmm. All right, yeah. especially if it was a, you know, an opinion or, you know, a comment on morality or how to, you know, do the good uh, doing something dignified um, in that respect. Um, the kids, they listened to her. They, she was, she was, uh, she's kind of, um, I don't want to say bipolar here. She's like both ends. Like she was a strong disciplinarian, but at the same time, she would be the lady that would sneak them a candy when somebody wasn't looking. Remember that yeah. about Grandma? Yes, sorry. <laughs> she went both ends. She went both, you know, from one extreme to the next. Um, yeah. Now, she said she's been watching over you. She knows okay. She knows you have been praying and asking for help um, on the two things you talked about tonight. And she said, it is coming, hon. It is coming. Um, she said, go get your hair done. Now, I think your grandmother herself liked to go to the hairdresser. Do you remember that? Yeah, she'd get her hair done. Yeah, she'd say, because she comes to go get your hair done. Because, you know, when she wanted to attract male attention, you know, or compliments, she got her hair done. (laughs) So she's saying to you, go get your hair done. She's trying to be helpful (laughs) on your romance quest. And um, I also feel that she's going to be, pulling some strings in the world of spirit um, to help you in that regard. I, I feel like she wants to play matchmaker up there. You know, when she's up there, she's meeting other spirits, right? So she's checking yeah. them out to see who's got a grandson <laughs> about your age, um, you know, that you guys can be all of a sudden moved uh, to cross paths and meet. And I have to okay. tell you, she's on it. And your grandmother was the type that she would like to, she would step up and take control, take over to get things done. She was a very organized woman. All right. Yeah. She wants you to know she's on top of it from the world of spirit. Don't you worry. 
You got Grandma oh. in your corner. And she sends them uh-huh. a lot of love. And she said to tell you she's very proud of you. She said not enough people have told you, Donna, how proud you are. Make the family. You oh, know? thank you. So you have, that has not been expressed enough, according no. to your grandmother. So she's right. thinking she wants you to know how proud she is and a whole whole crew of your family members in spirit are proud of you. It needs oh. to be said it's time. That She's very boof about it. So I'm going to leave Grandma with you with her blessings oh, and her love and wish you luck on everything. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for calling in, Donna. Have a great weekend. Thank you. Thank you. Take care. Hi, 480. You're on with Rose and Winterbrook. Hi, how are you tonight? Hi. I'm great. Who? What's your name? Well, my name's Michael. Hi, Michael. Michael. How are you? Yeah. Uh, quick question. Um, a couple months ago, I had an offer. I had an uh, option uh, for two for two jobs, and I chose one. And it hasn't quite worked out. But ironically enough, the other one has kind of resurfaced, and they're still looking. And I wonder if making the switch is a good thing. There's a third one coming. Hmm. Yeah, there's a third I, one coming. I put out my I put out my resume because right now where I'm at in California, it's the off season, and again these are you know restaurant positions, and um, you know it doesn't pick up until spring. That's what I'm hearing. April would that be spring for them? Yeah. All right. I just the third one, and I saw April. Okay, uh, but but I mean, with because there's the opportunity to take this other job now. Does it is it financially okay, better than the one that I'm in? The third one? Uh, no. The, oh, this like, is another one. A, a couple months a couple months ago, I had the choice. Okay, the second chose, one you're talking about, right? Yeah, um, I have an opportunity to go work at the end of the month for the other one. I'm just being told to tell you there's a third one coming in April. All right, let me just clarify this, Michael. I want to see if I'm listening to this clearly. You're in a job now. You have an opportunity to take another job, which is coming up end of January? Correct. Okay. And it was was available a couple months ago when I had to make the decision, and I, uh, well, I kind of think I chose wrong. (laughs) Right. Because I'm getting... And, and they're stressing the words for now. You should yep. take the second job for now, knowing that when the third one comes along, it's more than likely going to be better than either of these two jobs. Just be ready to leap when it comes. Oh, I am. And then in, in about that time frame, um, I'm hoping the, there's a, um, a sales position uh, that would be more of a career opportunity that I'm working on with a partner. Okay. That's, all right, but that's something you're creating, correct? Correct. But I don't feel yeah. like that's that's like that's not coming. That's not um, that's not for a while. That needs time to uh, nurture and, and bloom. I see that. Yeah, as, okay. Maybe a delay. I see it germinating. It's, it hasn't. Yeah. It's only germinating. Unlike eight months or more. I mean, like, till you're to the point where you're going to start drawing profit. Hmm. Okay. You know, it's just what I'm getting is that's a baby seed. Let it germinate, and you got to nurture it and water it and love it. Not necessarily sure. be dependent on it. Yet, yeah, it's not strong enough. Yeah, because it's going to move very slow. Okay, interesting, interesting. And it's moving slow right now as it is. <laughs> I was ready and to get started. It's going to continue to move slow, I would say, halfway into this year. Okay. Interesting. But the second job for, for now financially is a, a better move than where I'm at now. I can only tell yeah, you that I'm receiving. They're, ta- they're talking about the third job. They don't say anything to yeah. me about take going and taking the second one. I just got information about the third one in April. Okay. 
And my verb is getting a little different for me. That happens. Yeah, you chose the wrong job. So. <laughs> yeah, I did. They kind of want you to regroup now, and basically what they're saying here is you got to do what you got to do. You know, sometimes you got to do what you got to do over what you like to do. So, yeah. Nope, that makes perfect sense. That's what you're dealing with. Yep, you're right. Exactly. Yeah, it's it's a regroup and then uh, get the money train going again, and then. Uh, be ready for the third opportunity. Right. Exactly. Awesome. Thank you so much. Oh, you're quite welcome. Good luck with it all. Appreciate it. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you. Have a great weekend, Michael. Okay. I have a jam up here in in the phone lines. Uh, 856, you're on the air with Rose and Winterbrook. Hi, this is Laura. Hi, Laura. Hi. Hi, Laura, how are you? I'm okay, how are you? Good. What can we do for you? I would like to see if you're getting any messages around uh, work. I'm looking for a job in my field. Okay. Laura, I don't know what you do, but is there some type of new computer software that's being or has recently been introduced into your field of work? Um, no, not that I'm aware of. Because what I'm, I feel is um, if you could learn that software while you're waiting to get the job and put it on your resume that you are familiar with it. I don't know if it's tracking software. It's something that uh, they use in your field, and it's relatively new, so a lot of people, you know, don't have that much experience with it. Hmm. I don't know why I'm getting that, but I am, so. Okay. I'll, I'll have to look into it. Okay. And, um, yeah, I feel like you need to have that. It's it's like it's going to put um, some stars on your resume if you can list um, the software. And it's not that you have to be an expert in it, but see if you can get study up on it. Okay. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll see what's going on. Or my guide just said, show at least that you have knowledge of it. Okay. You don't have to be a master, but show that you do have the knowledge. Do you have any information, though, about a job coming up maybe in February? I'm not getting anything on something. March. Yeah, that's what I got, March. Yeah, I'm getting March. Uh, Just saying, okay. don't get lazy, don't slack on sending out the resumes, but it's it's coming in March. You may send right. out a resume a week from now, and, and that's the one that will come to you in March. So it's kind of like not a time to say, okay, the psychic said it's coming in March, so I can stop. <laughs> keep going. Just keep going. Put the energy out there. Keep right, putting the energy. If we see something, it's based on what you're doing now and that it's going to continue. If you, you know, I always tell my clients when they come to the office, if I'm seeing something in the future, that's all well and good, but if you walk out of my office and jump in front of a bus, you just totally killed my prediction. <laughs> yeah. And then, of well, course, I smile and give them a hug. I'm just teasing, but you understand, um, like, what Rose is saying. Uh, but I just feel like it's something with your resume. You need something to, to just, like, kind of, sparkle out there and I it's something to do with with you know familiarity with okay. Thank some you. kind of software. You're welcome. Right. You're good luck. Thanks. Bye. Good luck, sweetie. Have a um have a lovely weekend. Thank you so much for calling. You too, thank you. Bye. You're welcome. Bye bye. 
Okay. Now, I just wanted to mention that if anybody wants information on any of the things that we discussed this evening, um, definitely send me an email. It's readingswithrose at gmail.com, and I'll send you the information. Because uh, sometimes, you know, you hear something in passing, you're listening to it, and you're like, oh, that's great, and then the next day you think, oh, I want to know more about that. Feel free to email me, um, and I'll send you I'll send you whatever information I can. Also, I'll let you guys know if well, if you're listening to it now, you didn't miss it. But if you have a friend or a family member that seems interested in the show and says, "Oh darn, I would love to have listened," you can tell them that if they click on the link. In, uh, I know Winterbrook and I have it on our pages. If they click on the link for the advertisement of the show, they will receive the archived version of the show. It's generally up within a half an hour after a live broadcast. And you can also listen to the show on iTunes. We're on iTunes. And that's tomorrow. It doesn't come up on iTunes until the following day. But just look under the Seika Network, and under Seika Network, look for The Wisdom of Spirit with Rose and Winterbrook, and you will find the archived version of this evening's live broadcast show. So that way people don't have to miss um, any of the shows. Right. Plus the uh, first Thursdays of the month, I do, in the beginning of the show, <clears throat> I channel a meditation. Uh, so, you know, if you wanted to re-listen to the meditation, you could just throw, you know, have it coming through your computer while you are sitting and uh, enjoying it again. So there's different meditations depending on the month, and I never know what I'm going to come out of my mouth because I let spirit speak through me. I think last week we had, uh, the beginning of this month, rather, we had the rainbow, right? That was cool. I think I want to download that. That was kind of a cool one. Going yeah, that into the was rainbow. a good one. Yeah. And you can well, always you know, go that... back in the, in the show, you know, when you click on uh, Take a Network, and you can always go back into the archives of the, the older shows. I mean, well, well, we have been saying, on Rose. air. I'm sorry? Could... That's what I was saying. On the first Thursdays for the old shows are the um, saved uh, meditations. So... Right, but I was just informing them how to go back and look at old shows of the show, any show they want to listen to, from September 2016 to the present. There's a listing of all the shows. So, listen, you know, you had mentioned something before, and then we we got diverted by um, taking some of the callers, um, and I, I had wanted to add a comment. You were saying, you know, how we're, we're going to clear the space, right? Well, then you were concerned <clears throat> somebody might try to uh, actually project in or remote view or something like that. If you have a nuisance like that, um, or if you just want to keep your space clean, kind of like, you know, how Grandma used to put the plastic on top of the couch? <laughs> uh, well, one, it, you can shield your house, and it's very easy. One of the best ways I like to use is um, the Star of David. Just visual. You don't have to be Jewish. Um, you can use the, the Macabre or the Star of David and visualize your home right in the center of the Star of David, and that will repel um, anything that is not of the highest uh, vibration. Other ways, if you you know, some people aren't like good with the visualization and making shapes. Um, took me a while to learn that actually. That's why I'm saying that. Uh, you could just picture your your home or wherever you are at work <coughs> in a ball of white light, ball of violet light, and um, I sometimes I like to use pink light. I'm a big pink girl, so any of those would basically prevent anything from coming back in. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> now, if it would only work with allergies and pollen, we'd be really there. 
God, I used to have what they call seasonal allergies. I've got them 12 months out of the year. This is nothing seasonal. Well, it was 65 on Long Island today, and, um, no. yeah, things were blooming. So, But those are ways that you can um, safeguard your space and keep it clear after your, your efforts in clearing it. Um, and there's all kinds of different ways. I've heard people say bury crystals around the yard, but that seems kind of... Uh, time-consuming and possibly expensive, so I like using the energy. Energy clearing. There's a method by which to protect the home, which is you take four selenite rods and you drive one into each corner of your property, and that protects the home. You could also drop in there with the selenite a couple of pieces of tourmaline or if you want to do some obsidian, and that's to protect the home. We're just talking about, like, energy, because some there's people coming in and out of your home. Um, I have a lot of people who say to me that the energy in my home is very lovely. And, like, people are like, can I pay you just to come here and sit? Um, it's that way because I'm constantly clearing the energy. I have clients who come in for readings. I have clients who come in for healings. I have clients who come in for attunements. My Reiki classes are done in my home. So it's a busy place, and there's a lot of people coming in and out. So um, I keep it clean by saging constantly. Incense, uh, I use Palo Santo, which is a very good wood resin to burn. Um, and I, I'm really vigilant about it, but um, because I have to be, between the clearing the space and the clearing myself, which is why I live in Epsom Salt and salt baths, <laughs> it's a full-time job. But uh, to protect, yeah, there are all other types of ways to protect your home. So, um, you know, and, you know, everybody needs space clearing, um, really. Uh, many people now choose to make space clearing a part of their regular building maintenance program so that the space is energetically as well as physically clean and clear. And you don't have to do it a lot. Um, you can do it at least once a year or twice a year. You can even do it each quarter, um, January, February, March, then May, you know, April, May, June, whatever is comfortable to you, whatever you, you actually uh, like. Now, the difference between space clearing and feng shui is that feng shui is a beautifully organized system of knowledge that allows us to design buildings to maximize the beneficial flows of energy around us by improving the building design, which is furniture placement, color schemes, and so on. It's based on having an understanding of the essential qualities of qi, which is energy, and how to keep it fresh and vital to balancing the elements of nature in our environment. The Chinese name feng shui describes the system best known in the West and most easily transposes to the Western way of life. Traditional systems do not take account of the harmful effects of electromagnetic fields. So very few Western buildings are so well designed that there are no areas where energy get stuck. Like for me, um, my money sector, according to the Bagua, which is what they use to um, feng shui your house and, and set your feng shui for you, happens to be my laundry room, which gets kind of messy. And um, I'm always reminded by my spirit guides to make sure I keep that room organized and spotless and do not throw a lot of junk in there because it will affect the chi. It will affect the feng shui of the room. Also, it's bad because my washing machine is in there. And according to feng shui, if I were to leave my washing machine cover up, exposing the drain where the water goes out, my money lock would be draining out. So I have to make sure that the washer is always closed and that it's organized and there's no clutter. 
So you just want to keep yourself apprised of these different little things that can help you and keep your energy in your life clear and clean. And um, just it helps you have a better life. So, you know, feng shui always works better when it's, uh, and also faster when it's done in conjunction with space clearing. And space clearers are often called in to help where a feng shui professional has done all they can, but the situation still hasn't improved. Because you can feng shui your house and everything, and if there's old energy there, old stagnant energy there, well, then that's not going to help. Oh, we got one other caller. Joseph, you're on the air with Rose and Winterbrook. Yes, How good are evening, you? lovely ladies. Unfortunately, I tuned in a little late because I had some clients that just left, and I said, oh, my God, i got to tune into Riley's program. Uh, I love the topic, even though I tuned in late, about energy, and, and I want to just add my little two cents um, about protection and protecting the home. One of the various techniques, and there are so many techniques out there, and Winterbrook, you know, touched on a very, very uh, important one, but there's a thing that I like to use, the bubble effect, where I see myself or my house enshrined in like a bubble, or also the mirror effect. I see like the cylindrical mirror with no beginning and no end, and that also reflects any negative energy coming towards your home or for yourself. You see yourself surrounded by the cylindrical mirror with no beginning and no end and reflects any negativity or any negative energy. But I love the topic. I'm just sorry that I couldn't uh, listen from the show from the beginning, and I just want to salute oh, your divinities why, and bless why, you lovely ladies. For Joe, that's why doing. Rose is saying you can go back and listen to the archive. Yes, I will. Yes, I will do that. I will do that. Thank you. Okay, and that's about it. Uh, any any suggestions, any wisdom, pearls of wisdom, anybody want to give me a little message, I'll be open. Actually, I have a, I have a pearl of wisdom or a, or a reminder for everyone, yes. self included. Okay. Full moon tonight, guys. The wolf moon. Winter yes, moon. the wolf moon, right. All right, this is, you know, we're talking about space clearing, and Rose is talking about using crystals. Well, crystals sometimes need to be cleansed and charged themselves. Yes. And tonight's the night, uh, if you have any, like, amethyst or any, you know, crystals, especially dark-colored crystals, put them in the moonlight, mm. okay? That's yep. a great time to charge Give them the moon by bag. the light of the full moon. Yes. Secondly, the full moon is all about release and endings. So tonight's the night before you go to sleep, just center yourself for a few minutes. You don't need to know what you need to release you just need to ask God, source, the angels, to assist you in releasing anything that no longer serves you. Um, and using the full moon energy to assist in that. And by doing so, uh, you know, you, you empty the vessel in order for the new to come in. Yeah. So all the space clearing you're doing, it's the same concept, like Rose was talking about, of yeah. trying to open the windows, for example. You get the stagnant air out first and then you get the nice clean air in same thing with um what's floating around your aura and your psyche and your heart release it with the full moon so that you can um get the vessel ready to receive new blessings and we are still in the height of the new year yeah. uh, the georgian calendar it's only january 12th today and you know we still have the new year coming up uh the year of the rooster for uh, the Chinese astrology. That's in a few short weeks. So January is Chinese New Year, people. February, right? No, January. January 8th? 28th. Oh, 28th. Okay, okay. So the I Chinese New Year is going to start on January 28th. Gong Hei Fa Choi. And on that day, please make sure you do not eat chicken. You want to eat long noodles, have spaghetti, have lo mein, whatever. You want to have some pork. You want to have dumplings. My famous spaghetti and garlic. ravioli or pierogi or whatever, wontons, have pierogies for money. And Pasta in oil. Right. <laughs> spaghetti, garlic, and oil. I'll definitely make that. 
Yep, that's how you celebrate. That's how you bring in all the good stuff for the new year. Okay. Why do I see oranges? Is there something that the Chinese do with oranges on the new year? Yes, you have oranges on that day always. Because I'm that seeing a bunch of oranges, fortune. a bowl of oranges. Somebody show me oranges. Good fortune and good health. Yeah, the spaghetti okay, of the whole life. And the dumplings is for wealth and money. And the orange is for um, good fortune yes. and health. I believe it belongs to the goddess Kuan Yin, also the oranges, as an offering, if I remember well, in the archives of my mind. Yeah, you can do that. Yes. Okay, well, well it's a I wonderful show. I guess I'm going to listen to it now when I get off you know, the line with you and listen to the archives, because I'm sure it was very interesting from the beginning. It certainly was the end of it that I caught. It was beautiful. Thanks, Joe. You're welcome, welcome. Thank you, Violet. Love you, and I will talk to you later. All right, sweetheart. Ciao, ciao. Thanks for calling. Ciao. Shout out to everybody in the um, chat room. Thank you for being here. And uh, we will be back next week.